back to Unclassical. Hello everybody, I am Marsha. And I am Katie and this week we are going back to see Sarah at Miss Minchin's school. We're um, back to school, lads. Yeah. Back to school, I, Sarah's, yeah. Oh, but, but she's not an attendee at the school. Shut up, let Katie talk. What? So, at the, this is tangent, getting on there early. I'm reading another book, which isn't for Unclassical. Um, but Traitor. About, I know. Um, it's really good. Actually. What's it called? Lily. It's about a Victorian foundling who grows up to be a murderer. Oh! I know. Sick. And because that's kind of in my head at the moment, because that's what I'm currently reading, when I was still started torturousing, and I started to talk about little Sarah being an orphan, I was like, God, these are getting confused. Like, foundling Sarah? No, 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 no
but then it could get misconstrued, I suppose, because mm. I would say, hey, babe, but mm. I would never say, hey, baby. Mm-hmm. But I fully stand by if I said hi, honey, to my ex, he would not have picked up on it. Oh, but to be honest, I think I would. Like, no, not that though, I was our co but I feel like in the moment I would forget. You know, like. <laughs> it's like, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Um, but yeah, when you fancy me, just <laughs> Uh, <laughs> why did you hang up on me you were being weird you're being weird shut up shut gross up. oh shut up you tart <laughs> can you imagine the kid, i'm gonna die the kidnapper just like <laughs> <laughs> brutal <laughs> or the kidnapper lets you go because he feels sorry for you yeah. <laughs> just like no one's gonna pay no one loves me yeah everyone says that but yeah i feel that with you <laughs> Oh, can you imagine getting kidnapped to this day and age? Like, we want £2 million from your family. Just being like, oh, mate, they don't have it. Yeah, they don't. It's just not worth it. Like, it's not. And, like, even, like, if you're, like, we'll ask mates and stuff. One, how many mates? And two, they haven't got that kind of organisational hey, skills. Have three friends. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all poor. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No. Like, okay, well, we'll ask your work. They are working education. Yeah, you're getting fuck all from them. And they don't... Whose work gives a shit about them? Well, there was that case... Um, what was her name? The lady who got abducted. Mm. And it was her work who had to pay. Yeah, it's a BBC a Sounds um, yeah. series on it. Yeah, um, yeah, her work did pay. It's a different time. Different her time. boss was fucking solid. He went and mm. drove around all around Manchester. Manchester, following, yeah. Following, like, the trail and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. My boss doesn't even, like, boss, boss, like, has never met me. He doesn't know who I am. My line manager, I feel, would. I oh, trust yeah. her. Well, as of today, I've never met my line manager. Yeah. <laughs> but my old line manager would. Yeah. Old yeah. line managers. I don't think I act like the boss, boss, boss would. Maybe he would. Mine wouldn't. wouldn't give a shit. I feel like he'd get someone else to do it. He'd expense the petrol. <laughs> Savage. And not come. <laughs> Bastards. Bastards, right. a lot of them. Oh, that really confused me. So when I Googled um, Sandra O, oh, I clicked oh. off it, what I thought was back onto my notes, and it's not. And I was like, the fuck is this? What is this? Okay, apparently we're learning about Sandra O's oh life. <laughs> Sandra O oh was born in 1971 on July the 20th. Oh, there you go, guys. She's a summer baby. Ah, July the 20th. Would that make her a Leo? Absolutely no idea. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, last week, we saw poor little Sierra battling away, trying to make the best of her new lot in life through enjoying simple pleasures like the view out of her skylight window. Mm. Possibly to a modern audience, a grown man climbing in through yeah. said window and befriending her isn't exactly what we'd call an ideal turn of events, but Sarah was over the moon and seemed to like around us, so... She's lonely. She and is. easy to groom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Ramdas, we learn, um, works for Mr. Carrisford. Um, Sorry, slight tangent because i feel a lot of people that listen to us might also like happy valley now i'm not going to do any spoilers right now because you might not see in the end but um there is a vulnerable child in it and if one thing uh, was it me (laughs) now one thing um happy valley showed me is how easy it is to groom vulnerable children you just say a couple of nice things some two compliments and wham bam they'll do whatever you tell them yeah yeah so don't do it guys it's not even a challenge yeah, don't make a something for the bad people out there. It's not even a challenge. It's not even a challenge, guys. But I feel like that was Sarah, um, just the man in her room, just like, I'm vulnerable so and lonely. Someone I work with, he said to me, so my son came home the other day and he was like, this man offered me some paid what? work outside of my school. So, was um, it sucking cocks? 
well, um, he was like, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to meet him this Saturday. What? And, well, yeah, obviously, Dad was like, well, you're fucking not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, and because he was so nonchalant about it, like, oh, yeah, he offered me some paid work. He's like, you're 10. <laughs> yeah, why is this fucking paid work? And so he reported it to the school, obviously. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we've had a couple of reports about the same guy. He's hanging so somewhere. I'm not going to say where I work. But, you know, it's a relatively nice area, it seems. There is someone hanging around, like, fuck knows what he wants. All I'm saying is... I don't have a lot of money. <laughs> Does he have, like, an age restriction? What do you want? Yeah. How much is your hourly wage? Yeah, literally. Minimum wage? <laughs> is it more than minimum wage? If so, interested. <laughs> Sometimes when I talk to students um, and they tell me about their, like, part-time jobs and their, like, hourly rate, I'm like, oh, that's more than me. Um, <laughs> little like, I appreciate you have less hours, but mm. still. Little fox. Um, little fox. Anyway. It's <sighs> depressing. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, Ram Das, we learn, works for Mr. Carrisford, Sarah's dead Dar's best friend. Yeah. And business partner. Partner. Business partner. He's a business partner. Very good. Partner. Uh, Mr. Carrisford has coincidentally moved into the house next door to Miss Minchin's school mm. while he searches for little Sarah to reinstate her fortune, which was not lost after all. Mm. Um, while the search is ongoing, Mr. Carrisford thinks up a plan to better life. So, of- why is it not lost the fortune? Are they just like, diamonds are shit? Oh, wait, actually. Diamonds are cool. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> we thought the money was lost because we thought there were no diamonds, but there were, and it's fine. Everything's good. Yeah. God, I really wish Captain Crew had like, hung on and not gone so stressed out. I feel a bit bad about that. <laughs> well, yeah, he does. I was like, I've got to find his daughter. He's not even that ill at any point. He's dying of stress. <laughs> I mean, I kind of relate. I feel it. I, I feel, feel it. it. Yeah. Like, I mean, to be fair, can you imagine, like, Knowing what Victorians are like, like a penniless orphan, she could literally be being raped right now. Yeah. And that's you your wake, fault. Wake up rape tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, so she, you know, obviously Sarah is not in a brilliant situation as she is and she's mm. living in a horrible situation. But my God, the situation she could be in. Yeah, yeah. And he's just there like, that is, I, I mean, I'm, I caused the death of my best friend. Yeah. And as a result, I have condemned his innocent child to a life of fuck knows what. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> to be fair, you fucked up. To be fair, you would be stressed. Yeah. And everyone's like, it'll be fine, we'll find him. He's like, how? Go find him now! We can't do a Facebook campaign. No. Have you seen that Instagram campaign of that girl who's like, I'm Madeline McCann? <gasps> it's not no! It's not her. Obviously not, but amazing. But, but it's amazing. And why does she think she's Madeline McCann? Because does she... Does she have petrochromia and is that it? She has that. She was, in her words, she's obviously really vulnerable. And obviously she's quite young as well. Um, she not was that young. Um, she's what, 19? I don't know. They have a face. So um, she was horrendously abused as a child and she has no memories. Um, but then she, they say she has no memories like from her early childhood. But wasn't Madeleine McCann kidnapped when she was five? No. I, she was three, I think. Oh, well, then even so. No. Oh, bang on. She is 19 years old. Oh, well, who? But no one has memories before they were three. No. Your yeah. memories don't ex- Every yeah. memory, I'm pretty sure since before you're four, yeah. is a false memory. Yeah. So when she's like, oh, I don't have memories of my early childhood. Lol, if you were like kidnapped when you were three, no one does. No. So anyway, um, so that was part of it. She was like, I don't remember my early childhood. And cool. Yeah, heterochromia was really badly abused. And um, a guy that raped her when she was a child is the same as like the e-grab thing of the guy they thought was like hanging around that resort that night because you know the people said they saw someone carrying like a bundle of blankets or something the e-grab of that guy but i don't think it's her but um i love a story 
Can't they just do a DNA test? So she's been tagging the Metropolitan Police and McCann shit, saying that she wants a DNA test. She's, for whatever reason, fallen out with her parents or however you want to view it, the people professing to be her parents. And they surprised, like, I hate you, mom. I'm, you're not my real mom. I'm Manny McCann. No, you're not. But she won't give them a DNA test. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, her parents, uh, in inverted commas, um, the people that bought her out won't give her a DNA test. Um, Hi. So that is, I mean, people are shit. So, mm. but to the level-headed person, if your child, tar- I mean, it also costs money. But part of you just want to be like, if you, they were your actual child, mm. Like, mm. yeah, literally, I'd be like, well, it's fucking tango then. Like, okay, then mm. let's go. Mm-hmm. And there's quite a few like. But then you do have to question the parents. Like, it's obviously horrific things happen, and I'm not saying it's parents' fault in these situations. Mm. I don't know. But if she has been horrifically abused as a child and raped as a child, mm. what were her parents? Where were her parents? Yeah, this? yeah. Like, so when she said about the um, DNA test, she was like, "I've spoken to my grandma, and my grandma says she doesn't think my parents will be open to the idea of a DNA test." I thought you were going to say, "I spoke to my grandma, and she says my parents are my real parents." And I was like, "That's chilling. That's chilling. I love it." <laughs> <laughs> so, but oh, I just love the drama. I love the drama. I'll, I'll send you a link to her Instagram. Oh, fantastic. I can't remember how we got onto this. Don't know. I love it. <laughs> Missing children. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. It's a winter's day and Sarah is still being sent out in the streets in the bitter freezing cold. Does she have shoes? Yeah, but they're like really old and worn. Like, oh yeah, and holy. Yeah. And sometimes she slips in mud. And old men laugh at her. <laughs> yeah, it's not nice. <laughs> have you seen children slip over that? It is funny. <laughs> they probably go splat. You do have to take them over like good and then they jump up and you're like cool it's fine. cool let me laugh at you and then you know if they're bleeding up you're like ah shit <laughs> put some carbon wall on you <laughs> um, anyway anyway one day she finds a fourpence buried in the dirt and is so overjoyed by what this means she heads straight to the nearest bakery she can find which is literally right there yeah um she can smell the warm sweet air from the oh, street it smells like gales She's go, she goes to Gales. 4P isn't getting you anything in Gales, sweetheart. She ain't getting you fucking anything. So she hasn't had any breakfast this day either, so she hungry. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. You good? Very gassy. <laughs> um, so, and it's making her head light, the smell of this delish, delicious bakery. Delicious. Because, um, yeah, she's very, very hungry. Outside the bakery is a... Um, Sorry, you did an American newsreader thing then. Her head is light because she's hungry. And her mouth is watering because she's hungry. And then... <laughs> She's hungry. <laughs> she's had breakfast. She's hungry. It's because I was scanning the sentence I'd written, but I'd said it differently and I'd started it differently. So, like, and I was just kind of like getting, trying to get to the end of the sentence, but establishing I'd already said that. I was like, this is hard. <laughs> to wrap it up, she's hungry. So just to confirm, for anyone who was unaware, Sarah is hungry. Yeah. She hasn't had breakfast. She hasn't had lunch. No. She's hungry. She's hungry? She can smell the pastries. It's making her hungry. Yeah. Her head's light because she's hungry. Yeah, hungry. So, Sarah, who is hungry? (laughs) She's outside the bakery and she sees a street child who is hungry. Oh, hungry as well. They look positively starved. And Sarah, who by now we have... I mean, they're a street child. Not just a child. A street child. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, they go on about being like, you could tell she was on the street. Creature, cretin, Uh. whacking, class, scum. And you're like, okay, Francis. She's scuttled from the gutter. Basically. (laughs) pinched rat-like face and had a disgusting attitude. To be fair, it's not like little mutants. Yeah. Basically, honestly, the description is you're like, guys, calm down, it's a child. Jesus. Um, <clears throat> Jesus. So, hungry Sarah um, could see that they were hungry. Um, <laughs> she knew they were hungry eyes the moment she saw them and she felt a sudden hungry sympathy. <laughs> 
ravenous to make so them feel better. So she ate the child. <laughs> Good, I think that's what you have to do at this point. Fight his rat face <laughs> off. <laughs> this, she said to herself with a little hungry sigh, <laughs> is one of the populace, and she is hungrier than I am. Hungry? Are you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> She asked. The child shuffled herself and took rags a little more. Ain't I just, she said in a hoarse voice, just ain't I? Haven't you had any dinner, said Sarah. No dinner, more hoarsely still and with more shuffling. Nor yet no breakfast, nor yet no supper, no nothing. Since when, said Sarah. She's fucking heavy, you can't. (laughs) I'm hungry. (laughs) Dunno, never got nothing today, nowhere. And I've asked and asked. As it asked. Mm. Um... She actually said, and I've axed and axed. Yeah, yeah. Axed and oxed. I've oxed and oxed. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Sarah makes her way into the bakery and politely approaches the woman behind the counter. Um, and it was very warm and smelled delicious in there. The woman was just going to put out some hot buns into the window. Still. Mm. Um, if you please, Sarah, have you lost four pence? a silver fourpence and she held out the forlorn little piece of money to her the woman looked at it and then at her uh, her intense little face and draggled once fine clothes bless us no she answered did you find it yes in the gutter said sarah shut up sarah you're way too trusting so many people are dicks did you lose this yeah fucking did well yeah it's funny but this is why the um, the lady likes her because she's so honest yeah keep it then says the woman i know um it may have been there for a week and goodness knows what who lost it you could never find out you could never find out what is it you could never find it what what, what do you think's happening (laughs) you're not so smart are you (laughs) i'm very hungry (laughs) i think you're hungry (laughs) it's a little lightheaded there um I know that, said Sarah, but I thought I, I was going to ask you. I know that! <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice! <laughs> Give me a fucking bun, you fuck! Um, <laughs> do you want to buy something? She asked Sarah, um, as Sarah was glancing around there, looking at the buns. Four buns, if you please, said Sarah. Those are a penny each. Um, the woman went to the window and put some in a paper bag. Sarah noticed that she put in six. I, oh. I said four, if you please. I have only four pence. I'll throw in two for make weight, said the woman with her good natured look. What's make weight? I like make weight. I know. <laughs> it sounds great. It sounds excellent. I'm going to say that at Gales. Do you this think is, it will work? Oh, this is such a fucking sorry thing. It hasn't happened in a while. But you know when they, I mean, they do measure it properly afterwards, so it doesn't happen actually. Mm. But when someone is measuring out um, the fabric and they pull it out like uh, a full arm's length, yeah. so that's roughly about a metre. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then they measure it properly to make sure they give you two metres or whatever it is you've got yeah. you've asked for. But when you have someone really short measuring out and you're like, eh, you could short change me your arms ain't a meter. <laughs> you little shut ass. But yeah, I have had that thought. Anyway. That is a very sorry thing. That is a very sorry thing. Mm. Moving on. Moving on. Back to the hungry people. Um, so she makes that for make weight. Um, said the woman with her good natured look. I dare say you can eat them sometime. Aren't you hungry? Do we think Sarah's hungry? No, I think she's all right. Yeah, she's all right. I think she's gone off it by now. Yeah, but yeah, she's nice, lady. Mm. Um, so Sarah then goes back outside and gives a bun to the beggar child, um, and they wolf it down, stammering their thanks as Sarah recognises that this child isn't just hungry. So I know we said she's hungry, guys. She's not hungry. She's not just hungry, right? She's starving. She's ravenous. She's ravenous. She's got. She ate Sarah's hand. Hey man, I was using her. Oh, to your food, you're an animal. <laughs> she is hungrier than I am. Sarah said to herself. She's starving. But her hand if she shrunk. actually is, don't give her another bun. It'll make her sick. Seriously, you can't overeat if you're starving. You need little and often. And I don't think that kid's got that kind of self-control. Kindest thing you could do, stamp on it. 
<laughs> Sorry, just me staring off. You deny that hungry child a second bun? She's going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. She'll be sick. She'll be sick. But... She's eating too fast, Katie. And it might, if you, you're really starving, I don't think she's at this point, but if you're really starving, she could die from shock. Is that what you want, Kate? A little ravenous beggar child dead on your pavement. They should have a nice, they should have gone out happy with a nice bun. She'd probably have a seizure. <laughs> no, I don't know. I must have told this I laugh too aggressively in <laughs> And the idea of children having seizures. <laughs> so nice you work in education facilities. I saw a kid have a seizure once. Gosh, that's intense. I just thought she was being really dramatic. Hey, grow up. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like, just stand up. Oh. <laughs> Did you kick her? A little bit. Did she cause the seizure? Her hand trembled when she put down the fourth bun. I am not starving, she said to herself, and she put down the fifth. So she gave all the buns to the orphan child and only kept one for herself. The next day, Sarah came out into the streets to see a dead kid with a bloated stomach. Look, Marsha, Francis (laughs) didn't know that was a thing, okay? The child's fine! (laughs) She paced herself, right? She she really didn't. Um, So Sarah walks away. Her one bun um, was delicious, but she's still very hungry as they were small. Mm. Um, The baker comes out and sees that Sarah gave her buns to the beggar child. Um, Touched by Sarah's generosity, the baker invites the little street girl into the warmth of the baker's shop. The child got up and shuffled in. To be invited into a warm place full of bread seemed an incredible thing. To be fair. (laughs) To be fair. She did not know what was going to happen. She did not care, even. Get yourself warm, said the woman, pointing to a fire in the tiny back room. And look here, when you are hard up for a bit of bread, you can come in here and ask for it. I'm blessed if I won't give it to you for that young one's sake. So Sarah did a good thing, Aww. little ripples of kindness spreading out. That's karma, lads. That That's is karma. That's what happens when you're a little princess and you share with the populace. Yeah. Do you hear that, our government? <laughs> pay it forward, pay it forward. Pay it forward, you bastards. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> they are fucking bastards. They, as if they gave themselves a pay rise. So I throw something at them like a knife, <laughs> like a knife. Also, I saw in the news today that London, in London, all primary school children are going to have free primary sp- school. All primary, all well. primary school children are going to have free school dinners for a year, like a trial. So that must be funded by the government, eh? Yeah. So they're just choosing to be nice because they tried to starve them during COVID. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, our college are doing a really weird thing and I mm. don't understand why mm. where they're taking away all the computers like, and they're replacing it with like bring your own device oh my god which is firstly so fucking stupid because loads of kids don't have their own device yeah. and it's like it's one thing to encourage that for some places like, but sure, to maybe... take the screens away <laughs> the children love the screens they do <laughs> one of the kids I like, have coming up to me and they're like is there a computer I can use and I'm like sorry no they, mm. they took them yeah they took them who did? The men! The fucking people in charge. Why? Beats me. And then they had the Wi-Fi down for like two weeks, so you couldn't even use your own devices. And they're like, can I just log on to a computer somewhere so I can do my like coursework? No. You'd think, wouldn't you? That's awful. I know! And it's like, I, I don't understand. We walked down the corridor to be like, it's okay, there's some computers here. And they're all gone. And we were like, what the fuck? Find out where they are, because the resale on those things is not good. Someone's taken them. I think, well, to be fair, I think some of them got repurposed and taken into classrooms where they had to have lessons based on computers, Mm. which was kind of like, fair enough, I guess the lateral lessons have to take priority over what I wanted them for, but fine. Mm. Um, But still, it's just like, I don't understand why. And I just, I want someone to explain. Get someone to explain. Yeah. Do it. 
clients are like, why? What's the end of the episode, guys? We're going to go punch some tits. Yeah, fully. Anyway, this goes on Sarah being out in all weathers and getting scolded um, upon her return for being late and lazy. Um, but being full of bread. No, she's not full of bread. She, that woman, that woman said, come here when you find yourself... To the, orphan, for, to the beggar child, not Sarah. Sarah left. I thought that was all to Sarah. No, that was to the beggar child. So what the fuck is Sarah getting out of this? She just did a nice thing and she's gone on her way home. So that's not karma, Katie. That's you doing something nice with someone else and then that person getting another nice thing. What did Sarah get? You want to know what Sarah got? A kit round the ear roll. Sarah went home and then she got told she was too late for dinner. Yeah, okay, that's not karma. That's fuckity fuck fuck. I'd fucking smack a cunt. <laughs> I just, I've given all my buns away. Oh my God, you know what I'd do? What? I'd run at them and I'd push them in my little short child body. The children running at you is scary. So, I, I really don't handle being thirsty or hungry well. I get very hangry, and if I'm mm. thirsty, you may as well get out of my way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. You may as well move aside. Move aside, please. Because mm. yeah, I don't. I th- I don't think I'd handle well. I'm not saying Sarah handled it well. Um, what does she do? Do actually? She, you know she does. She does handle it quite well. <laughs> <laughs> but can you just imagine if someone was like, "I'm not going to feed you." Do you know what hungry? would happen if I was Sarah? What? I'd find the keys, and I'd lock all the doors with me on the outside, and I'd burn that school down with all the kids in it as well. It's <laughs> harsh. I know. I thought you were going to say I'd lock all the doors to the kitchen with just me inside. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all going to die. I'm past it, Katie. I'm very I, angry. I would definitely get turned out onto the streets because she's like, oh, I just got too angry. I'd kick Miss Minchin in her face. <laughs> I'd burn them. I'd burn them, Katie. Our different approaches are, I'd burn them all. Oh, I thought you were going to say lock them out and eat all the food. <laughs> That's what I'd do. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just too focused on the food. At least you get fed. I'll just be outside hungry watching them burn and probably be hung. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Hanged. Sorry, hanged. It annoys me when people say that wrong. See, it annoys me that the word is hanged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you don't... You annoy me. You can't... <laughs> you don't... Yeah, well, your washing isn't hanged out. It's hung out. You've hung it out to dry. You've hung you out to dry. Yeah, but hanging for some reason. Hanged. Stupid. It's stupid. English is stupid. Anyway, so this goes on. (laughs) Like, so casual. This goes on. What? The starving. The starving, yeah. So on on this day when she gave the beggar child her food, uh, Sarah entered the kitchen to find the cook in a towering temper as Miss Minchin had just been down to scold her and the cook turned pleased to have someone she could vent her anger on. May I have something to eat? Sarah said rather faintly. Tea's over and done with, was the answer. Do you expect me to keep it hot for you? <sighs> Sarah stood silent for a second. I've had no dinner, she said next. Her voice was quite low. She made it low because she was afraid it would tremble. Sorry. I've had no dinner. I've had no dinner. <laughs> <laughs> There's some bread in the pantry, said the cook. That's all you'll get this time of day. Sarah went and found the bread. It was old and hard and dry. Hmm. The cook was in too vicious a humour to give her anything to have with it. <laughs> no! have you with it you fucking cook no so after her pitiful becky you're getting eaten sorry wow um she, yes so she went upstairs and she ate becky uh, <laughs> <laughs> hello yes you no just a finger becky yes, <laughs> after her pitiful supper she makes her way up the long staircases to her attic bedroom i'd set a trap for lottie <laughs> Like a little mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Even Lavinia. Lavinia's twat. She's too big and wily. I feel like she'd be, like, I don't know, bitter or something. As yeah. Well, personality. Lottie's sweet. Lottie is sweet. <laughs> and tender. Do you 
easy to groom as we've established. Yeah, she is. Um, so, so she has to like steady herself and to keep taking breaks on her walk upstairs because she feels so dizzy because she's so hungry. Jesus. And she's a hungry girl. Yeah. Um, you know, this isn't just talking about missing mm. your seventh snack of the day hungry. <laughs> I mean, I think I'll have it hard. This isn't having lunch at three o'clock hungry. Like, oh, but my God. Mm. That is a hungry time. That is a hungry time. Mm. Ready to stab a bitch at that point. Mm. Mm. that's what I mean like mm. I suppose at this point she's so hungry she can't be angry she's just like okay yeah alright brilliant I guess I'll just die then if you would alright I don't I do not know how to be hungry well I'm so privileged mm. um, anyway so Victorians listen up I know your brand is child abuse but damn it guys you can't starve them no. she's just a baby <laughs> she's just a baby um, it's not nice anyway so Sarah notices there is a little light coming from her room that means Ermengarde has come to visit Oh. Sarah's pleased to see Ermengarde. Delicious, Ermengarde. Mm. So she's really pleased to see Ermengarde, and Ermengarde gives her some books that her father sent her, saying that he didn't. That so, she... how nice is Sarah? Like, Hi, Ermengarde, here are some books. Oh, thank you. I'm like, books? Can I fucking eat books? And <laughs> um, I'm like, well, you know, Ermengarde isn't aware that she's hungry. <laughs> no, but I'd so be. Uh, Sarah snapped at her before, being like, um, oh, I'm fine, Ermengarde, or like, um, I don't know. But she did feel really bad. I know, about that. but I'm just saying. Ermengarde's trying to be nice. She is trying to be nice, but I would eat her. You, we've established you're scary. <laughs> yeah. um, we've established there's a reason you don't have, like, you know, an abundance of friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my excuse. I just don't like people. <laughs> um, so, see, so yeah, Sarah's pleased to see Ermengarde, and Ermengarde has brought her some books that her father sent her, but she didn't care to read, but Sarah's overjoyed with them. He wants me to read them, said Ermengarde, a little discouraged by this unexpected turn of affairs. He wants you to know what's in them, said Sarah, and if I can tell it to you in an easy way and make you remember it, I should think he would like that. He'll like it if I learn anything in any way, said Ermengarde. Well, those are some low standards. You would if you were my father. It's not your fault that, began Sarah. She pulled herself up and stopped rather suddenly. She had been going to say it's not your fault that you are stupid. Yeah, lol. That what? Ermengarde said. To be fair, I could. Sarah's got a lot on. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that. That you can't learn things quickly, amended Sarah. If you can't, Sorry. you can't. Well done, Sarah. <laughs> that is some brain power intact that I would not have. Like, what was that? It's not your fault that you can't learn things quickly. <laughs> if you can't, you can't. And if I can, I can. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awkward. Um, Guys, I've on. got a slightly awkward situation. Mm-hmm. So we've got about half an hour left to record. I really need a poop. What do you want to do? I need to poop. Okay. I'm, I'm sweating, guys. We'll be back in a minute. I am empty, guys, and I literally, literally was sweating. Literally. I can see it. Yeah. Oh, like, Ooh, yeah. Me. Wow. That was that was intense. But I'm back, and I, I feel much better. Thank you very much, Katie, for use of your facilities. <laughs> Did you light a candle? There was already one lit. Who else did a stinky shit? <laughs> Someone did. Someone's oh, already did. lit it. Wasn't it. Me. Anyway, no. moving on. So, yeah, it's bloody awkward that um, Sarah nearly called um, um trout stupid. But anyway, we carry on. They carry on nattering for a while, and suddenly it was just at that moment that something happened at the skylight, which neither of them saw. If either of them had a chance to turn and look, they would have been startled by the sight of a dark face peering cautiously into the room and disappearing as quickly and almost as silently as it had appeared. Not quite as silently, however, as Sarah, who had keen ears, suddenly turned and looked up at the roof. No! Ramdas is spying on them through the skylight. Yes! No, 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 Ramdas. 
No, there is no positive spin on that. You can't just be like, oh, I'm bored this evening. Like, well, what did you do when she was doing that? Oh, I just like crept across my roof tiles and like spied on these like two little girls. No, no, Ramdas. You, you what? You fucking what? And then, and then I thought they were going to look up and see me, so I ran away. I am the nosiest bitch. I am so nosy. But if I came round to yours and you were looking out of your window into like your neighbour's garden or something, you were like, get a load of these kids. I'm like, Katie, you, you can't eat. You can't do that. What are they doing? Is it serious drama? But they haven't even got serious drama. They're just hanging out and you're looking into their bedroom. I was going to no. say, it's one thing to look at the kid, but... <laughs> it's one thing to look at kids in the garden. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. Well, it depends what they're doing. Yeah, what are they doing um, over there? It's... But it's a whole. But I'm saying, like, there is a difference between can't climb onto someone's roof and look into their bedroom. No, there, I was gonna say there's a difference between passively looking out of my window into mm. someone else's garden, which I can see from my window, and seeing like, oh, there are children playing in that garden. Yeah, and, and having then, a fucking argument. Okay, I'd know. To be fair, I'd know. <laughs> yeah. but that's different too. Yeah. I'm going to actually climb out of my window across the roof and then peer quietly in to watch this kid in her bedroom at night. Yeah, no, that's... Ramdas... Whole other levels. No matter how it's described in the book, his dick was in his hand. His dick was in his hand. That's why I had to run away. It came too quickly. It's like, <laughs> yeah. fuck! Good oh, it's I'm slippery! <laughs> Dangerous! Danger! So, yeah, that happened. And so the, so the girls are like, well, it can't have been my Kai's deck. It wasn't scratchy enough. What? Said Ermengarde, a little startled. Didn't you think you heard something? Asked Sarah. No. Ermengarde faltered. Did you? Ermengarde's not coming back, and for good fucking reason. Perhaps I didn't, said Sarah, but I thought I did. It sounded as if something was on the slates, something that dragged softly. His oh. massive dog. Yeah, literally. Dragging <laughs> Brilliant. What could it be, said Ermengarde? Could it be robbers? No, said Sarah cheerfully. There is nothing to steal. Fair. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> no. What are we going to steal? Good point. It's a good point. You it's do have fair, no nice things point. anymore. Um, she broke off in the middle of her words. They both heard the sound that checked her. It was not on the slates, but on the stairs below. And it was Miss Minchin's angry voice. Sarah sprang off the bed and put out the candle. She is scolding Becky, she whispered <gasps> as she stood in the darkness. She is making her cry. <gasps> so Miss Minchin is accusing Becky of stealing food and threatening to turn her out onto the street. And of course, Becky has done no such thing. Um, mm. Sarah knows full well that the piece of meat that is so Becky supposedly stole on the cook actually had um, <gasps> to give to her fancy man. Um, yeah, so they're letting That's the kid... okay! Yeah, um, and Miss Minchin's beating Becky Has Miss Minchin already questioned the cook and the cook has thrown oh, Becky under the... She does not care. Oh, so would the cook... Oh, so has she questioned the cook and the cook's been like, must be on the servant girls? Probably. What a cunt. Or she probably just went straight for Becky because she's not... Just lol, lol yeah. joke, lol Please joke. Target. So Becky is sent to bed with the promise of no supper ringing in her boxed ears, which infuriates Sarah. I um, think we might have questioned this really, really early on in the podcast, but boxed ears, it literally punched them in the ear. I think so. It's fucking savage. It's really mean. Really hard. Imagine if I punched you in your ear and it's always boxed ears, so is it like both at the same time? Or is it like... Or just run, and then as I'm walking away, catch you from behind. It's not funny. It's really mean. It's just a really weird flex. Like it's not even a clip around the ear. I was like, fucking punch you in the side of your head. You look at what pox steers are. Ah, I so you know um this is 
it's not that niche, <laughs> you know. And it's yeah. a wonderful life. Yeah. And you know, don't you get- hit my sorrier again. Don't hit my sorrier. Yeah. I think that's boxing your ears. So smacking in the ear. Oh, it's that's still a weird flex. And they say they say boxed ears. So doo-doo. Yeah. Savage. Smacking someone on the head. And he went deaf. Well, he didn't go deaf because of that. Oh, why did he go deaf? Because he fell into water. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can see his ear starts bleeding then. Yeah, what, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. He's like, don't hit my sorrier again. Yeah, yeah. Just don't hit my sorrier. Oh, that was really hurt. Yeah. Think how bad earache is. Yeah. And imagine the worst earache of your life and someone punching you in the ear. Like, oh, fucking knife you. <laughs> Fuck off. I feed you the poison, you cunt. Yeah, I'm trying to help. Do not hit me in that ear. I'll stab you. Yeah. I quit once because some uh, a boss I worked for hit me in the arm where I just had loads of vaccinations. To be honest, don't hit people. Full stop. What was it like? Mm. Oh, you had some injections. It was something like, and it wasn't even me, but it was something, it was when I worked in a coffee shop Mm. and the coffee machine for frothing the milk, the steam was coming out really, really slowly, so it was taking fucking ages. And I was just kind of standing there holding the jug by the steam and kind of like slouched over a bit like, oh my God, this is taking forever. And she came up behind me and like, hit me in the arm and like basically said along something along the lines of like, don't look so lacklustre. Like, you know, kind of like, come on, jump to it. And I was like, I've just had loads of vaccinations in that arm. And she was like, oh, well. And then the next day I had it in my notice. What a cunt. What a cunt, yeah. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you shit in the car? I should have walked out there and there. Mm. Mm. Just mm. like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> just like, no, not worth it. No, some of you such fucking cunts. Mm-hmm. Put them all straight in the bin. Yeah. All of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway... Uh, Sarah stood in the middle of the room in darkness. She was clenching her little teeth and opening and shutting fiercely her outstretched hands. She could scarcely stand still, but she dared not move until Miss Minchin had gone down the stairs and all was still. Wicked, cruel thing, she burst forth. The cook takes things herself and then says Becky steals them. She doesn't, she doesn't. She's so hungry sometimes that she eats crusts out of the ash barrel. She pressed her hands hard against her face and burst into passionate little sobs. And Ermengarde, hearing this unusual thing, was overawed by it. Sarah was crying. The unconquerable Sarah. It seemed to denote something new, some mood she had never known. Suppose... Suppose a new dread possibility presented itself to her kind, slow little mind all at once. So nice. Yeah. She crept off the bed and in the dark and found her way to the table where the candle stood. She struck a match and lit the candle. When she had lit it, she bent forward and looked at Sarah with her new um, thought growing to, de- um, to, de- to definite fear in her eyes. Her new thought growing to definite fear? Yeah, that's the sentence. Okay, so she's had a thought and now it's scaring her. I mean, I'm presuming she's thinking that she's going to nab some food for them. Nope. Oh! Sarah, she said in a timid, almost awe-stricken voice, oh, are you... You never told me. I, I don't want to be rude, but... Are you ever hungry? Oh. It was too much just at that moment. The barrier broke down. Sarah lifted her face from her hands. Yes, she said in a new passion. Yes, I am. I'm so hungry now that I could almost eat you. <laughs> run, run, Evan Trout. Run. <laughs> and it makes it worse to hear poor Becky. She's hungrier than I am. Ermengarde gasped. And that bit just broke my heart. Like no. poor little Sarah, like, yes, I am. Like, I never knew. I'm sorry. Give Ermengarde's arm a lick. Maybe there's some sweat on it, some salt will do you good. So 
poor Sarah breaks down and Ermengarde is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's so stupid of me not to have realised. And Sarah's like, to be fair, I didn't want you to know. It makes me feel like a beggar child. And she's like, you're not a beggar. You're far too sexy. You're <laughs> still hot, Sarah. And now you got that kind of star cheek going on. She does at one point, she, like before this point, she's like, oh, I wish I was as skinny as you, Sarah. And Hello. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um, immediately, she tells Sarah that her aunt has sent her a hamper of treats. Do you have to rub it in, Armageddon? We got nothing up here. <laughs> um, and, and as soon as the coast is clear, she'll nip down to her room and fetch it for them, and they can be all they can all eat it together right now. As soon as Miss Mitchin's gone to bed. Well, she's not here, Ermengarde. Like to be honest, Ermengarde, fuck off till she's gone to bed because I ain't got the patience for oh, it. Oh, it's literally like just give it two seconds till her room's closed. Like, okay, okay, cool, cool. But I'm just like, thank you, Ermengarde. Yeah, thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you. But imagine being starving hungry and someone's like, I've got a hamper of goodies. Five minutes and I'll be here. Like you'd be like, <laughs> those yeah, five minutes gonna be the longest fucking five minutes but of the world. Kiss her, wouldn't you? Be like, you, you sexy beast. You sexy beast. Are they good treats? Are they yeah. fucking good? Yeah, it's like obviously like meat pies, pastries, <gasps> candied fruits. Can Ermengarde carry this up alone? Yeah. Okay, she's she's, she's, she's a powerful, she's strong she's, woman. She's strong. It's called Ermengarde. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> so they call Becky in. Almost immediately, the door of the attic opened and Becky appeared. Her eyes were red and her cap was sliding off. So <laughs> her eyes were red and there was a half-eaten rat in her head. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, what oh, up? Oh, <laughs> Not Mackaysadek, my cheesy rack. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> my my fucking dinner. <laughs> dinner. Um so yeah, she's all like tear stained. And when she caught sight of Ermengarde, she began to rub her face nervously with her open. Oh, don't mind me a bit, Becky, cried Ermengarde. Miss Ermengarde has asked you to come in, said Sarah, because she's going to bring a box of good things up here to us. Becky's cap almost fell off entirely. <laughs> she broke in with excitement. To eat, miss, she said. Things that's good to eat. Mm. No, to fucking smell. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, no, she's got, like, some perfumes and soaps. She's got potpourri. I don't give a fuck. Oh, stab you. <laughs> but don't worry, it's uh, cinnamon scented. That's almost worse. It is worse. That is worse. It's cinnamon and vanilla and sugar plum. It's I like will... you're a market. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you want me to eat Mackay's dick. <laughs> Carry a little dick. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's it, Sarah. God. I'm eating your fucking rat. <laughs> eating your goddamn rat. <laughs> Move aside. <laughs> anyway, the treats on the anyway, way. Um, Ermengarde's brilliant. So mm. she goes back out of the room to get the hamper while Becky and Sarah begin to prepare the room for a feast. Mm. Sarah lays Ermengarde's red shawl over the footstool to make an elegant tablecloth and finds some crumpled up. Sorry, Ermengarde from- comes out like. I go for two minutes and you use my shawl as a tablecloth. I wanted to wear that back to bed. That's going to get all crummy. Well, to be fair, when it was written, she was like, an Ermengarde's red shawl slipped from her shoulders as she left the room. And I was like, oh, fuck. Someone's going to find it. It's all going to hurry wrong. And Sarah's like picked up and was like, fuck, fuck. Like, fuck. <gasps> and I'd say, a tablecloth, Ermengarde comes back like, you can have the food. I want my shawl. <laughs> That's mine. Yeah. She doesn't mind. Um, and Sarah finds like some, like, paper flowers that are in like a trunk that she like decorates the table with and she's like and this is the beautiful centerpiece and everything mm-hmm. you know you know how sarah imagines. you know how sarah likes you know to set a scene she likes to set a scene um then the door opened and ermengarde came in rather staggering under the weight of her hamper she started back with an exclamation of joy to enter from the chill darkness outside and find oneself confronted by a totally different unanticipated festival board oh. draped with red adorned with white nappery um and nappery is that like napkins but fancy okay it's another one of those words that i don't know how to pronounce <laughs> it's spelt n-a-p-e-r-y so napery, napery because well napkin does only have one p mm. but in that kind of setting i would expect do you know what i mean like yeah but yeah 
napkins. Um, <laughs> Why were you expecting napkins? Why were you expecting napkins? Well, they're just crumpled up bits of paper that Sarah's found. I'm like, these are silk napkins. So, yes, it's a very precious sight. Oh, Sarah, she cried out, you are the cleverest girl I ever saw. So the girl set the hamper down on the table and Sarah led the way to the table. She waved her hand graciously to Ermengarde and Becky. She was in the midst of her dream. Advance, fair damsels, she said yeah. in her happy dream voice. Just eat, for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah, that annoyed me. Yeah, it gets more annoying. Sorry. Oh, you were sick. <laughs> just had a really deep fart. Yeah. They still thought you were going to cough and then this little devil noise came out. <laughs> you barked at the door. <laughs> Someone came and knocked on my door before we were recording, and it's, it shocked us both because not I don't have many visitors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so it made me jump. Marsha full on yapped at the door like uh, a dog. Oh, uh, like that. <laughs> well, yeah, it frightened me. Woofed at her. She, did. So she wouldn't come back. <laughs> Advance, fair damsels, she said in her happy dream voice, and be seated at the banquet table. My noble father, the king, who's absent on a long journey... I already would have knocked her out the fucking way. Yeah, it goes on. Has commanded me to feast you. She turned um, her head slightly toward the corner of the room. What ho? They're minstrels. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Strike up with your violas and bassoons, princesses, she explained rapidly to Ermengarde and Becky. Great. Mm. princesses always had minstrels to play at their feasts oh good pretend there is a minstrel gallery up there in the corner why'd you gotta make it nice i put me right off my dinner i just wanted to have some food i wasn't i wasn't here for your racism sarah yeah jesus you know who was there for her racism fucking becky yeah becky was if anyone missed the memo um book becky is racist and lottie and Lottie. Oh, you said Nottie, and I was like, I'm sure she does have Nottie hair. She probably doesn't have a hairbrush. Very, and she's natty. That's very classist of you, Marsha. She doesn't have a hairbrush, okay? She doesn't have many options. God! She can't help it. Don't judge her for her knots. Yeah. It's not in the same vein as racism. Exactly. Judge her for her racism. Yeah, Jesus. She's racist, and she has Nottie hair. <laughs> in case I didn't come through in the edit, and Lottie. Lottie, the Lottie. little girl, is racist. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, she is racist in mm. the book as well. She's definitely racist in the film. Mm. Um, but, yeah, she's fucking racist in the book. Mm. Anyway, they had barely had time to take their pieces of cake in their hands. Well, maybe they would have if Sarah shut up! Yeah, literally. Not one of them had time Stop to Stop being racist, Nate. Literally. When they all three sprang to their feet and turned pale faces <gasps> towards the door. Listening. Listening. Sorry, start shoveling it in, girls, because you get interrupted now. She can't make you throw it up. I know. Well, uh, she pretty good. Uh, someone was coming up the stairs. There was no mistake about it. Each of them recognised the angry mounting tread and knew that the end of all things had come. Well, she's not going to kill you. Eat. Eat, girls. Eat. Not you, I'm <laughs> I would shovel it in my face. Yeah. Like, what is this? I'd be like, Sarah, you can tell your story while I eat. I'm, li- I'm listening, babes. I'm listening. Fully, like, shut up, Sarah. <laughs> I'm eating. Look at look at the race. Look, let's be racist. Let's not. Let's, let's not be starving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're weird. <laughs> You, you had to make it work. And also, Sarah, you literally said, like, ten minutes ago, that Becky's a lot hungrier than you. Yeah, shut, shut the fuck up and give the girl a meat pot. She also, before this point, which happened for him, when she's, like, decorating the room, being like, and this is this, and this is this, and that is that. Becky's a bit like, okay. She's like, what do you see, Becky? Becky's like, I'm very hungry. I I, I see me passing out. With to be honest, I see little gold stars. <laughs> see gold stars and... 
And to be honest, you're looking more you like a lamb chap. <laughs> but yeah, angry steps. Angry steps. Um, it's the missus! Choked Becky and dropped her piece of cake no. on the floor. No. Yes, said Sarah, her eyes growing shocked and large in her small white face. Miss Minchin has found us out. Miss Minchin struck the door open with a blow of her hand. No! <clears throat> she was pale herself, but it was with rage. She looked from the frightened faces to the banquet table and from the banquet table to the last flicker of the burnt paper in the grate. Oh, yeah, they put some paper in the grate and there on fire to make a fire. That's nice. Cozy. It was. It was. It was, it was yeah, mm. it was a vibe. I have been suspecting something of this sort, she exclaimed, but I did not dream of such audacity. Lavinia was telling the truth. Bitch! She is a bitch. Just because you weren't fucking invited. Just because you're a cunt. Yeah, literally. It was a bit later on, which I haven't been. It Sorry, happen. I would shave her. I would. Well, she puts a curse on her in the film, doesn't she? Yeah, good. Curse so, um, it was a bit later on, where the next day, Lavinia's friend Jessie is like, poor Sarah, she is very skinny. That was fucking mean of you, Lavinia, to tell yeah. this mention. And um, Lavinia's like, I considered it my duty. Poor Ermengarde was sharing her snacks with her, and she never shares with us. Not that I care, of course. And it's like, fuck off. Bitch. And um, her friend Jessie's like, I think it was tacky of you to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a bitch and oh so tacky. I think you're absolutely vulgar, um, which is the vibe. Mm. Um, so they knew that it was Lavinia who had somehow guessed their secret. They knew it was her. Lavinia who'd been a little bitch. Yeah, and had betrayed them. Miss Minchin strove over to Becky and boxed her ears for a second time. Oh, for fuck's sake, she is going to have a sore ear. She is. Yeah. Oh, no, my sore ear, Miss Minchin. Not my sore ear. You impudent creature, she said. You leave the house in the morning. Sarah stood quite still, her eyes growing larger, her face paler. Box uh, Miss Minchin's ears! Push her down the fucking stairs. Yeah, literally. It's three of you. Yeah. Shove her. Yeet her. Just push her out the window. Ram does take a tap her. She's probably still on the roof. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He'll have her. Set the monkey on her! <laughs> oh, don't send her away, she sobbed. My, oh, sorry, so this is Ermengarde. Um, she sobbed. My aunt sent me the hamper. We're, we're only having a party. Oh. Mention, fucking check yourself. You're only having, you didn't feed them. I didn't. He fed out God, but mm. she's mm. just being nice. Yeah. You're mean. So I see, said Miss Minchin witheringly, with the Princess Sarah at the head of the table. She turned All I'm saying is, sorry, sorry I keep interrupting, guys, right. but if they killed Miss Minchin right now in the attic and all three of them were like, she had a seizure, I'm just saying DNA, crime scene, like, analysis isn't what it is today do you reckon they'd all get blamed for it because it's kids and no one likes them or do you reckon they could get away with it? i reckon they could get away with it but unfortunately i don't think any of them know what a seizure is damn it well also how do they kill her in that situation i don't so know i think their best bet is pushing her down the stairs and just being like she, was she tripped and she tripped she tripped yeah she came up here to tell us off and she tripped. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll lie for you guys. I'll, I'll lie for you. I'll come, go back in time, but like, she did trip. Who are you? That's not your concern. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wealthy benefactor. Yes. Are you wealthy? Maybe by Victorian standards. Yeah, yeah, by Victorian standards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, At £10, you're welcome. Yeah. How much is £10 worth in Victorian times? A lot. Isn't a pound like 100 quid? I don't know. Yeah. It all that works in museum. It does fluctuate. The main thing is, it's things were worth very, very different amounts. Mm. So, like, to buy a horse today could be, like, I don't know, 10 grand or mm. something. Um, back then, I don't know, 30 quid or something like yeah. that to get one. With inflation and stuff, like, the value of things changes a lot. Yeah. So it's very hard to say a pound was worth X, Y, Z. But I think a pound, around 70 quid, 100 quid. 
amazing. I think. I'm probably wrong. I don't want to go back to Victorian eras, obviously, but damn, I'd be rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be a vibe. Anyway, so I see, said Miss Winston witheringly, with Princess Sarah at the head of the table. She turned fiercely on Sarah. It is your doing, I know. Ermengarde would never have thought of such a thing. You decorated the table, I suppose, with this rubbish. She stamped her foot at Becky. Get to your attic, she commanded. And Becky stole away, her face hidden in her apron, her shoulders shaking. Then it was Sarah's turn again. I will attend to you tomorrow. You shall have neither breakfast, dinner, nor supper. I've had neither dinner or supper today, Miss Minchin, said Sarah rather faintly. Then all the better. You will have something to remember. Don't stand there. Put those things in the hamper again. Bitches. Mm. Bitches. Miss Minchin reminded me of um, one of my bosses when I wanted to change my hours. And um, she was like, if you change your hours, you will only work on weekends. I only work on weekends anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So come at me. And they didn't reply to that. (laughs) Such dicks. Weird little game to play. As if that's not how it is anyway. Yeah. Didn't one of your bosses work be like, oh, yes, and I changed the rotor to make sure everyone's days change. And you're just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. 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 Like, we like to rotate it so no one's stuck on the same shifts. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Raise your hand if you feel personally victimized. Raise your hand if you've worked, like, what, three months of weekends in a row? Yeah, literally. Yeah. 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 Bitches. Yeah. Cunts. Mm. Put them in the fucking bin. Mm. So, poor Ermengarde is taken away back to her own room with her hamper, and Becky and Sarah are sent to bed in total disgrace, freezing and hungry. Trying to sleep, Sarah began to pretend to herself to distract from the hunger gnawing at her stomach. Suppose there was a bright fire in the grate, with lots of little dancing flames, she murmured. Suppose there was a comfortable chair before it, and suppose there was a small table near, with a little hot, hot supper on it, and, and suppose... As she drew the thin covers over her, suppose this was a beautiful soft bed with fleecy blankets and large downy pillows. Suppose, suppose, and very mm. weary, and her very weariness was good to her, for her eyes closed and she fell fast asleep. I like that supposing game, it's nice. Mm, it is mm. nice, yeah. I like it too. Mm. But a little bit later on in the night, Sarah awoke, but she did not open her eyes right away. She felt so warm and comfortable that she was sure she was still dreaming and did not want to wake. Oh, sorry, can I just see what happened to me last night? Mm. So I was in bed and the duvet had obviously like got no. stuck over my face Disgusting. a bit. But I was obviously like kind of in my sleep and probably a, a bit aware that I was getting slightly oxygen deprived. So I was breathing like, poof, poof, probably like trying to blow it off slightly, awful slightly, trying to blow it off slightly. But because I heard that, I just heard poof, and I thought someone was like kicking like stuff around in the hallway outside the flat, and, like Disgusting. kicking the door. And so I was like, what the f- Fuck! I like woke up and then I was scared and shaking. So I have two things to say to that. Firstly, mm. you're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my own. I wasn't with Carl. It's still annoying. Yeah. So occasionally, sometimes my partner when he's asleep, it tends to be if he's got a cold, he does that. But like, just like he makes a poof, so he's like. I was just doing it because the duvet was there. And that, that was the thing making the noise. It wasn't so much me. It was it hitting the duvet, my breath. So annoying. <laughs> so annoying. I did one the other night and it hmm. really annoyed me. Hmm. I farted myself awake. Well, I do that quite a lot. It really annoyed me because I think that would seen ages. <laughs> but the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I was like, oh, I'll smack you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to smack Anyway. What a nice dream, she murmured. I feel quite warm. I don't want to wake up. 
Of course it was a dream. She felt as if warm, delightful bed covers were heaped upon her. She could actually feel blankets, and when she put out her hand, it touched something exactly like a satin-covered eiderdown quilt. Um, I kept thinking the sentence was ending. Did you hear that? Satin-covered eiderdown quilt! Eiderdown quilt! She must not awaken from this delight. She must be quite still and make it last. But she could not. Even though she had kept her eyes closed tightly, she could not. Something was forcing her to waken. Something in the room. It was a sense of light and a sound. The sound of a crackling, roaring fire. <gasps> I just know. I'd be scared the room was on fire. No, no, but what? Oh, All right, yeah. Marsha's here. She set the place alight. Hey, Marsha, I'm still inside. You're on my side. <laughs> um, oh, I am awakening, she said mournfully. I can't help it. Her eyes opened in spite of herself. And then she actually smiled for what she saw when she had never seen in the attic before and she and knew she'd never seen... Um, oh, sorry. <sighs> Let's just start again. <laughs> and then she actually smiled for what she saw she had never seen in the attic before and knew she never should see. Who never should see? Rammed us. This dick out. <laughs> Sorry. Right the fire. Can you see where I struggled by? That yeah. sentence hard. <laughs> it's a hard scene. It was hard. Oh, I haven't awakened, she whispered, daring to rise up. No, I elbows. haven't awakened. Hello, Rammed us. Okay, you don't sexualize children. You're so gross. And Rammed us started it. <laughs> he, he did start <laughs> it. It doesn't mean you have to do as he does. Well, why does she have to be so sexy? <laughs> <laughs> um... I haven't awakened, she whispered, daring to raise on her elbows and look all about her. I am dreaming. She knew it must be a dream, for if she were awake, such things could not be. This is what she saw. In the grate, there was a glowing, blazing fire. On the hob was a little brass kettle, hissing and boiling. But spread upon the floor was a thick, warm, crimson rug. Before the fire, a folding chair, unfolded with a cushion on it. By the chair, a small folding table, unfolded, covered with a white tablecloth, and upon it spread small covered dishes, a cup, a saucer, a teapot. On the bed were new warm coverings and a satin-covered down quilt. At the foot, a cushion-wadded silk robe, a pair of quilted slippers, and some books. The room of her dream seemed changed into fairyland, and it was flooded with warm light, for a bright lamp stood on the table, covered with a rosy shade. Now that's how you start a fire. It's how you start a fire. How's he done this? You notice that's all folding stuff. Yeah, but I was like that at first. There's a lamp. There's a robe. Why has she got kids' robes? That's why she can have nice things. It gets weird. No, why does he have it? Oh, he went and bought it for her. When? How much prep time has he had? Oh, since he... Oh, that way he was like, ah, oh, spying through the window the other day. And he's like, and a little folding chair will go there. Nice, nice. So there is a bit earlier, which I didn't include. Malkaisadek comes out when no one else is in the room and Malkaisadek sees... Ramdas sneak in with another man and they're basically like eyeing up being like this will go here this will go there I know it's meant to be something nice but, it's but that's disgusting. chilling disgusting that's really scary I know I hate it and Melchizedek's like that was weird <laughs> that was weird <laughs> that's weird I just wanted some food and then these two random men came in and started saying how they're gonna put shit in here I hate it and like but quick she might be back any moment let's go I hate it yeah and also Ramdas is like really nimble and like the other guys are like, oh, you got in there easily. And he's like, it's not my first time. No, you're all disgusting. I hate it. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <clears throat> so that happened. Okay. But can you imagine the magic you would feel waking up in that? Just like, oh my God. See, I feel like I want to just focus on that. Like, oh my God, it's amazing. But God, that Ramdas is chilling. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably out the window now. Uh, you do. I'm not going to do the accent. I'm not going to do the accent. But are you enjoying it, little girl? Uh, yeah, I can't do the accent. I can't do the accent. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
moving on. Um, following this, Sarah jumps up and finds that a breakfast that um, food has been set out for her, um, and immediately she invites Becky in to share this wonderful, wonderful gift. Um, imagine if you can what the rest of the evening was like. How they crouched by the fire, which blazed and leaped, and uh, made so much of itself in the little grate. Are you okay? <laughs> Gone. Oh, sorry, there's a nice fire in the grate. Carry on. Woo. Um, how they removed the covers from the dishes and found hot, savoury soup, which was a meal in mm. itself, and sandwiches and toast and muffins. Sorry, why is this James? Soup, which is a meal in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's boyfriend loves soup. He does. I mean, soup is good, but, you know, sometimes when you're really hungry, you're like, I, 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 I need more. I need um, more. It's not James. It's a meal in itself. Which is a meal in itself. Yeah, only if you've got really good crusty bread with it. Mm-hmm. And so, cheese. This, you know when someone says something and you don't call them out on it and it annoys mm. you for like literally years later? Yeah. So in context, I get what he was saying. But James used to know this guy. And I think the reason it annoys you, me... Sorry, Katie's boyfriend is upstairs. Do you think he can hear us? And he just has to sit there being like, they're recording, just let her chat shit about you. And the second we're done, right, Katie. <laughs> shit about him especially as someone he knows oh okay carry on um no uh so he used to know this person who's a cunt and we were, were driving somewhere and to be fair it was a disgusting name for a takeaway place it was like the crusty chicken or something yes. which is disgusting i yeah. get that but then he was like oh the word crusty is just never nice it's like a horrible word to associate with food like how could that ever be considered mm. delicious and i was like crusty bread crusty bread you crusty fuck <laughs> <laughs> and i d- at the time i didn't call him out on it because i was like because he was annoying and I was like I can't want to get involved yeah um, but it annoys me that he thinks that crusty can't be a delicious word when it can I think someone would have called him out by now I hope so or maybe he realised himself it's not a reasonable thing to still be annoyed about years later but I am mm. because crusty bread deserves better set fire to his house <laughs> okay <laughs> seems a little harsh but okay <laughs> set fire to his house and then go ooh crusty <laughs> mm, crusty <laughs> I'll bake a, fu- I'll bake a loaf in the embers. It'll be lovely and crusty. <laughs> Smack him with the baguette. <laughs> like, did you not watch Ratatouille? It's not the smell, not the taste, yeah. the sound. Mm. Beautiful crust. <laughs> yeah, he goes. Yeah, he knows, he knows. He knows. He should know. Anyway. Mm. Um, the mug from the washstand was used as Becky's teacup. Um, and tea was... So- and and the tea Sorry, was- did Sarah get a new mug? Yes. Fuck off. I know. Fuck off. Gets worse. Um, and so they had the, had the delicious tea. They were warm and full f- and fully fed and happy. And it was just like Sarah that, having found her strange good fortune real, she should give herself up to the enjoyment of it um, to the utmost. She had lived such a life of imaginings that she was quite equal to accepting any wonderful thing that happened and almost to cease in a short time to find it bewildering. Like, fair enough. Mm, fair to enough. be fair, I've had a rough day. I'm just taking it. Yep. Fair. So the next day... Becky and so Becky isn't sent away because mm. Miss Mitchum realizes like I'll never get someone this stupid again. Mm. So they both overslept a little and they hurry down to the kitchen independently of each other, but both confirm that the magical treats were still there when they woke up. Yay! Um, and that day, both girls had to work extremely hard um, at both of their chores and at keeping the grins from their faces as they knew what splendor awaited them upstairs. Mm. 
Um, that evening, the magic had been worked again. Sarah entered to find the fire blazing and the table set for dinner with a second teacup for Becky. Um, over the next Cheers. few... Yeah. Oh, listen to this bit. Yeah. So over the next few weeks, the magic keeps happening. Um, each day, food is laid out and new treats and trinkets are added regularly. The fire's relit. Um, so Sarah now has a comfortable, like, feather mattress, while her old one has been added to Becky's bed to make hers more comfortable. This is so rude. It's so rude. It's so rude. It's literally like, oh, we like this orphan child because she's not like, um, she's not like working class. She's yeah, nice, yeah, so yeah. we like her. Yeah. You can have the dreads though. Yeah, exactly. You can have what she's not using. Literally. Like, and a teacup. And a teacup. And we'll put enough food for both of you. Yeah, we're yeah. We're not starve you. We're not awful. We're very charitable. Yeah. But you don't get new shit because you're icky. Because, well, you're not as... It's actually the perfect victim, isn't it? Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, fucking rude. The, bla- the favoritism is rude mm. but yeah so sarah uh, most definitely has a mysterious i bet becky is friend. so grateful she's so grateful mm. and she's just sort of like in all the i mean to be fair i guess you would be wouldn't you um i'd be freaked out i'd be freaked out oh I'd that moment of like bitter. do you tell miss minchin that some pedophiles are coming into the room and they're working on their grooming technique but at least you're fed or do you just carry on with the grooming it gets weirder. So he has a weirdly weird flex, um, which I, it happens a bit later, so we'll cover it more next week. But he sends her new clothes. I think you say he sends her nudes. <laughs> no, he sends Sarah new clothes, but he sends it to the house. So Miss Minchin's like, there's a parcel addressed to you. That's gross. I know. And so Sarah, and she's like, open it. And Sarah opens it into like some nice, like, you know, good boots, like a warm coat. So it's mm. like, it's sensible good clothes. I'm like, he sent her underwear. Yeah. Um, but, and it's like, the child must wear these like, from a well-wisher. And it's like, I suppose if he didn't do it via Miss Minchin... Um, she wouldn't be able to wear the clothes. Yeah, but, yeah. Which, yeah, makes sense. But it is like... Um, That's gross. Can you imagine if you worked in a boarding school and a child was like, a, well, an orphanage, so mm. the ch- children don't have benefactors mm. in that respect, and like just random things like that. Or you'd be like, were well, you involved in some sort of like... Um, it's not trafficking. Well, it might be. But, gang yeah well, there's a word for it when children are getting essentially groomed to like county lines and everything yeah what is that circle thing conduit trinket bracelet what? i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i can't think what the word is it's when um <clears throat> children there's a certain word and it's bugging me um, that, you know, if children are being taken in to do crimes and you notice it because they start getting gifts or all of a sudden you seem to have a lot of money and stuff mm. and there's a particular word for it and it's bothering me because I can't remember what it is. That's bad. Well, I don't need to know the word to recognise the signs mm. for it. I don't need to know the word. I recognise that Sarah is in a vulnerable position. And she is being groomed. Mm-hmm. It's grooming, essentially. Anyway, yeah. on that note, um, everyone go review your safeguarding training. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you're up to date with your county lines and county borders facts. Mm. <laughs> um, and you Find know, a conduit bracelet. Don't rape kids. Yeah, don't. Or, you know, if you think a child is being abused, report it. Don't, don't send them presents. Don't send them. Don't, don't even, like, not even send them at this point. Just Don't just sneak into their room and leave no. gifts for them even the if he's wrong with you're you. doing the nicest thing you're not never creep into a child's room i don't think it needs to be said guys unless you're santa <laughs> <laughs> in which case it's fine because it's festive <laughs> well no one has ever reported santa for rape <laughs> <laughs> i bet they have oh that's so sad yeah bet they have 
unacceptable. No, he's nice. He he was nice. So is Ramdas. Yeah, actually, Ramdas is actually genuinely nice. Yeah, but no. But men ruined everything. Men did ruin everything, to be fair. Is that where we're leaving it? Yes, we'll leave it there for today, guys. Um, Thank you very much for tuning in. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for sticking with me while I did a poo. It was very appreciated. (laughs) And uh, we will be back next week for part five. And the final part. Oh, is it the final part next week? Oh, exciting, guys. I best read my fucking book. Right. Um, um, if you liked what you've heard check us out on Patreon and um, that's if you've really liked it and if you just thought ah it's alright but I might see you know what else is going on a little bit of a cheeky Livy's getting us all yeah exactly and if you just like oh you know might just check out they've got something else see check us out on them old socials it's mainly Instagram I'm going to be honest with you yeah. alright then uh, see you next week bye, bye. for fuck's sake bye <laughs>